State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Bang. It is what it is, man. BJ Scream. If you don't be on nothing, I'll be on. BB Jade. Okay, so let me ask y'all this then. Bring you Big, big, big Facts. Visit the new website today. BigFactsPod.com Live for First Class Sounds, it's DJ Scream. Big Bank is here. Baby Jade is here. It's time for Big Facts. And today on Big Facts, we will be having a conversation with none other than 600 Breezy. 600 Breezy is here. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's going on? You got a lot going on. What's what's on your mind today? What kind of what kind of mood you in? What kind of spirit you in? How, set the tone for the day. I'm, I'm always good, man. I'm always good. I'm always in. I don't let nothing get to me type Ooh, shit. I've been through it. Think, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I try to turn around. Because <laughs> <so they, laughs> we ain't promoting shit. They ain't want to see they direct. Gotta, they got to pay. Greedy. What a calorie count? You got to get out the false. But say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You good? I'm good. How long you been rapping? Oh shit! It's 2015. 2015. Yeah. Last time I talked to you was the first time I talked to you. You said, <laughs> I start. You got into rapping and my mixtapes and other mixtapes and shit. Oh, yeah, you used to yeah, run around yeah, doing dirt know, to them and shit. Yeah, you know, I was I was doing some crazy shit and then 
stealing people's cars and, and bumped into some mixtapes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At a young age, I was 13, 14. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm yeah. from Chicago. Yeah. So, y'all had us in a chokehold with them tapes, bro. Like, mm. All the Gucci and OJ and just that whole era. Mm. Back then, y'all had us in the headlock with that for real, though. So, what was the moment when you said you want to switch all that shit up and, you know saying, do something a little more positive? I mean, shit. It's it's really I'm getting too old for that other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I done been through so much and did so much. It's like so you can't do the same shit forever. So mm-hmm. it was just it's gonna happen to everybody one day. They just gonna be like, shit, you know, I'm gonna do something different and stop doing all the bullshit they was doing. Mm-hmm. And then like, where's your place in Chicago? Like, what I guess what part of Chicago are you from? And when you say Six Hundred Breezy, explain that name to everybody so they'll know like what part of Chicago you represent. And like the yeah. difference between the different hundreds and all that kind of shit. Oh yeah. So basically with 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 the hundreds, speaking on that first, it's like we all in tune with each other. So if they got a number behind it and the world know it, we really we all really clicked up and we fuck with each other. So that even go for herb number one fifty with three hundred with Lamron and six hundred with us. So mm-hmm. we all in cahoots in some type of way. We cool. We done grew up in with each other or got related in some type of way and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. But I'm from 59th King Drive, though. So, and that's really 600. Like, we got 60 or 59th, 58th, a few blocks. Like, we like four blocks away from O Block, right up the street. So, shit, like, my, see, my nickname always been Breezy. Shit, because my pop's nickname Cool, so they just cool and a little breezy. Mm-hmm. So, shit, we came 600. I put that 600 on there, like, because we was rapping hard, like, you know, that whole drill wave, 2012, all that shit, how that hit, that shit was crazy, I wasn't rapping then, but uh-huh. I was in the mix, I was in them videos. Who's some of the rappers from, from right. your, that we might know? Uh, shit, Sosa, Chief oh, Keith, yeah, yeah. you know, he started all this shit, Dirk, Dirk and them, like, like, probably 10 blocks west of from where we from, mm. but we all... Same shit, we come from the same project building, 6217, Calumet, <clears throat> so, shit, Really, shit, all the rappers you know for real. Then I used to live in Herb and them hood and shit too. So I know Herb and them personally and shit too, like that. Mm. Yeah, really, the shit, main rappers from Chicago, the niggas they know, they all come from our way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Who the next nigga you think coming out of Chicago? Mm. Damn, that's tough. That's tough, because look, uh, What's his PGF Nook? He going up. Oh, yeah. He going too crazy. He going up. Shorty going up. Uh, that's the nigga. That's what up? You just talking about bitch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shorty going up. He going up Yeah, he going too, too crazy. Uh, damn, who else from the city? I'm trying to think of a young nigga. Really, just really Nook. That's what really, right now, he got it next. What's some of shit inspired you to just want to rap beside the money? Shit, it wasn't even the money for real. I started rapping on some some beef and shit, like, like. Oh, cause that was like the culture back then. Yeah, it was like, like see my homie L.A. Capone, like he was big in Chicago, like and he ended up getting killed at a young and age type shit, right? like thirteen or fourteen, one yeah. or two. <clears throat> and you know he was ah superstar, you know. So once he got killed and everybody was dissing him and shit, I was just like shit. My first song was a diss. But that shit was hard, and that shit went up and got M's, and it was like from there, 
Now it's like, shit, now I can't stop rapping. Like, I really did that shit on, this shit happened on accident for real, bro. Like You said your first yeah. song you recorded was a diss song. It was a diss song. Yeah, and that's You wrote it or freestyled it or how you? How it, you it's like I really went in the booth and let the beats spin and just dry the shit in my phone and went in there. Mm. And that shit, I put it out on YouTube first with no video. It did like 100K views. This 2000. I think this late 2014, I believe, bro. And I still got shot the video. Yeah, like, that's good. Like, yeah, like, like summertime of 2015, when I think I had a hundred thousand plays on that shit, and I shot the video, and it just went up from there. But yeah, yeah, like I wasn't even. You think that shit became a, like that shit would make that shit addictive? Like, shit, they what they want from me. I gotta keep this. That, but but yeah, it was like it was like that at, at one point too. Like I felt like that. Like damn, I'm dropping shit and I'm rapping for real, and ain't, it ain't going up. But as soon as I'm dissing niggas, it's going up. But that was the wave at the time, though. That was the wave for the city. Like Chicago, that shit was bad when that shit started. So it was like shit. I was really on that though. Like we was really on some stupid ass incriminating yeah. ourselves shit. We, you know, niggas really going to jail for this shit. Like they, they pinpointing shit from videos and shit like that. Like so. We was really we was young and dumb for real though, bro. Like, but hell yeah, that shit started from the dissing, and they wanted us to keep dissing. They want niggas to keep dissing now, but shit, you, that shit ain't gonna get you nowhere for mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Hell no. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I was seeing online too, like you say, so you, you kicked the cup in all drugs, like you just straight I, sober. I smoke or? weed. I smoke weed. You smoke but, weed, is it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's, I, I, but all that other shit though, the lean, the perks. Oxys, Zans, any of that shit. Ecstasy, like in Chicago, we we be having runs and shit. The ecstasy be crazy. We be having shit that had you up for a week. Everybody outside partying, to, to dancing to that fast ass music for real. Mm -hmm. Like, and that shit get addictive. That's mm -hmm. why most of my, everybody look like skeletons and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, niggas be worn out. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> you, you, you dehydrated. Did you, you ever have to do some shit? Shake it, like. Go get help to shake the drug. Yeah, I damn that. I damn that. Overdose off the X. That shit had a little fentanyl in it. You feel me? This was when this was re. This was twenty twenty. Summertime. I ain't popped since then. Mm. When he got some help. How long yeah, did it stay? Yeah. So like, uh, I was on. I've been on parole and probation since twenty twelve too. So I was always dropping dirty. I never had a clean UA. And shit, there's been times why they, they made me go do them inpatient programs and shit, and I had to stay there for a week and shit like that just so I won't go to jail. So I done had to do that shit a few times. But like, I, it was to the point the way I got prescribed to smoke and shit like that while I was on papers, but they weren't honoring it because I was on, I, on Iowa papers. They ain't, you can't smoke in that state, period. So I was transferred, but they like, fuck that. We don't care. He got all the proper shit. We lock his ass up. He getting high. How that shit fuck with your mental knowing you in the center and shit, you trying you gotta go to this shit just so you can shake this shit. Like how that shit fuck with you. That shit really is 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 like it really changed your mind about a lot of shit. Like, you feel me? Like like I don't need like I I need drugs. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I need lean, I need like I need this shit to to keep going. I I ain't I wasn't born with this shit. And this shit really killing me. Yeah. She yeah. eating me alive. My kidney fucked up right now. Bad. I be having, feel me? I, if I drink too much water, my kidney gonna hurt. Because I used to really, really overdo the drink. Yeah. Really overdo it. So, yeah. like, I really, I don't, I'm cool. I'm healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I used to be a toothpick, man. I, I stay around 240, 250 pounds now. I used to only be like shit, 170, 180 at 6'5", you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, feel I, better, I feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I feel a lot better. So, yeah, you think this um, shit kind of un- un- unclogged your mind a little bit more, too? When yeah, you- hell yeah. I can think clearer, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still smoking, so... I still, I, when I go in the studio and I'm, I'm, I still do the same shit. I can still feel the same way because I, I smoke all day. I've been smoking my whole life for real. So I was like 12 years old. So, like, it just, that, it's really smoking weed make your mind. You think of some, you go to a whole different place. Like, yeah. it, that, that, I don't feel like that's no drug that fuck you up. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like that shit really cleared my mind to not do no drugs at all. Like, cause that shit, you know, the ecstasy and shit got fentanyl, heroin, all that shit. I ain't know none of that shit. Like, the niggas don't know this shit until, like, until somebody like me tell them. That shit got every drug. That shit got meth in opioids. it. Opioids. That's you know what I'm saying. Everything. Like, but people don't know that and until you, you know. Opioids is a hallucinogen. Yeah. So, so you know, like even with them, with they got fake perks and fake oxys and shit. Then they overdoing it. Like, right. That shit, man. They don't. You don't need that shit. Smoke a little weed. That shit. That's why they make that shit legal. That shit a herb. That shit medicine, man. That shit. All the rest of that shit is killing. And that half that drink fake. They they making that shit and just putting it on the streets and then just uh, us as rappers and we drinking it and posting it so all the shorties think, oh, I got to drink lane. And shit, they don't know, nigga. We really off some traumatized shit and we like shit and seen niggas die. So yeah. that our head fucked up niggas and went and been in solitary confinement. So, like, that's why a nigga feel like they needed them drugs to escape them thoughts and shit like that. But that nigga don't need that shit. You just got to live your life, man. Be healthy. And get sure. some money and do some other shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think that damn you think you'd have been you'd have been thinking like this if you wouldn't have got sick out that shit? Nah, hell nah. It took for me to get fucked up off that shit because I was gonna keep doing it. I was gonna keep doing it until it was over. Where, so you, you look know, at that like, shit as a rock star lifestyle. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I, I went to the joint and what twenty seventeen and end up having kidney stones. So oh. that's how and yeah, now nah, you know I, I had to piss them out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Women, women really don't know, but all men know ain't nothing supposed. Ain't you ain't got enough room for you to be pissing nothing out to look like no rock or no pebble, nigga. Like that shit. Yeah, that's no. So yeah, and it's like nigga couldn't sleep. Like you really up all night. It feel like somebody just nigga, kicking you and stabbing you in your motherfucking side all night and shit, bro. Like and that shit get you breathing problems. Nigga start snoring and can't breathe and. Man, that shit ain't worth it, man. That shit ain't worth it. That, that shit was a blessing for me, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, all them times I went, when my POs and shit made me wait, I never took it serious. I did it just so I didn't go to jail. But that's when I had to do them inpatient shit, you know? Because yeah. I'm dropping dirty and I got everything in my system. And they like, God damn. You got cocaine, heroin, everything. And I'm like, shit, I don't do half that shit. So why is it in my system? But that was in the X and shit. They, they sitting at home making that shit putting any type of drugs together. And shit, niggas boasting about it and they got everybody taking it. But we done had the runs, that shit go all the way back to Three Six Mafia, sipping on scissor. That shit my mama listened to. So I started drinking, drank at 12, 13 years old because I was in the streets. So the geek is bringing me that shit. You know, like, they got scripts of that shit. They bringing me that shit. I've been drinking that shit for a long time. That's why my shit so fucked up. But then we had the runs where everybody rapping about Molly and, and Perks and all this shit. Like, yeah. 
it's, it's, it's just, it's going to keep repeating itself, but as long as we let them know, like, shit, man, that shit for a look, don't do it for real, it's really going to kill you. Shit, I damn near died from that shit, bro. Yeah. So, for real, for real. And I don't even be really sharing that story with people. Like, I really damn near that shit. Like, I'm still, like, I'm, I'm healthy now, but that shit still, I can still feel the effects on my kidney and shit like that from that shit to this day right now. So, yeah. I don't so drink shit for what? music influence everything. Yeah, because it's like, like, real life. Like, I think Scream, I told you that story last time. Like, our real life was influenced to sell drugs and shit. Like, and I can talk about it because I done been to the joint. I done been played guilty. I did my time for for, for trapping the shit. I was influenced by Gucci, you know, bro. Like, that was, that's real. To this day, that's still my favorite artist. I listen to all his old shit. To this day, I open my Apple. It's going to have all the old Gucci in that bitch. So Icy Boy, mixtape one and two, Will Chambers and shit like that, back, back then. Like, and... Like, I ain't know what the hell trapping was and chickens and all of this shit. And we don't even got a Texaco. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm a shorty. And that, these niggas, this nigga got all his jewelry on. These niggas flexing and going crazy. Then, you know, that's that's the BMF time. We got Jeezy and them too. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, that's all I think with shit, nigga. You want to get some money, young nigga, sell something. So, shit, I followed in them footsteps. Like, and that's exactly what I did. And, but... You know, you can't blame nobody else for the shit you do in the life, but shit, that sure. that shit, that shit. I still, I don't, I don't, I don't regret it though. I don't regret it. Like it ain't for. I don't, I don't. You know, everybody don't. I, don't, I ain't trying to tell the kids to sell drugs and no shit like that. But that shit taught me a lot. I know a lot in life because I did shit like that. Like, but that was just the environment I was in too. So I'm listening to the music and like shit. Then these niggas in the same type of environment as us. Shit, we can get some money. Shit, I see these zombies walking around this bitch. So that's how a nigga felt. So yeah, the music influenced a lot of this shit, man. Like, especially right now. Like, Chicago fucked it up. And came out with just killing, 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 killing. Got a whole music genre. Drill wave. About killing. That's it. So all the shorties that's watching it from any other city in the United States. They seeing that shit and they think it's cool because we's waving them guns around and saying we smoking this nigga and fuck this nigga and this and that. But that shit wasn't cool. We lost. I, I got like 13 dead niggas tattooed on me that I love dearly. I still, I'm still missing like two niggas from the last you know, year and a half type shit. So, like, yeah, that shit ain't cool. So how you, so how you, um, what you think you can do, Jay, you personally as an artist to... To kind of try to shift that shit to another another way. Really just shit. Just let them shorties know that shit ain't all right. You know what I'm saying? Let them shorties know, like, shit. Like, we really took real traumatizing losses from that shit. Niggas, niggas in jail for the rest of their life or for 40 years out their life. Or, like, just we, we done been through that. It's like we really were soldiers and went to war and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. like we went to Vietnam and shit. That shit going on every day. Like, gotta really let them shorties know, like, shit, man, this shit fake. Even though it's real, but let the shorties know in the music, like, nah, this shit, you know, just enjoy the music, but don't do that. Or, because you really can't rap about nothing else until you get another lifestyle. So, if you don't prosper and start getting money and jumping on jets and doing all of this, this big money shit, they ain't gonna really talk about it. Because then they ain't gonna call a nigga fake. Man, nigga ain't got no jury, then they ain't got no money. What he talking about? Especially if he don't get on for real. So, it's just like, shit. Really, 
gotta just let them shorties know that it's don't do it or just don't rap about that shit. Like we got we got niggas like Chance to rap in them and shit that don't rap about that shit. But that ain't what the little kids really trying to listen to in the hood because that ain't what they seeing. They they seeing they hearing gunshots. They seeing drug dealers. They seeing you know what I'm saying. They seeing ass shaking at parties and and nice cars and they seeing the hood shit. They seeing so that's what they gonna want to do. They gonna wanna they wanna hear and see what they you know. So you you got kids? Hell yeah. So what you tell them in relation to just listening to music or have they heard your music? Like how you kick it to your kids? Yeah. So it's like my son ten, and my daughter six, and my daughter really heavy on it. Like she she really just be sitting there watching my videos and I be like, baby, stop watching that shit. Cause, like, we outside off drugs, drinking liquor. This bitch is shaking ass in the video. This is my daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I ain't never think about none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't think about that. Like, mm-hmm. then we waving around guns and like disrespecting women and all type of shit. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about that though. Like before you had kids and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. Now it's to a point like, damn, then when my son, he teen, shit, I started fucking at 12, 13. And, it's almost time. And, you know? It's almost time, yeah. and, and, like, we got into the street shit on accident. Like, niggas from my block was hoopers. Majority of niggas, honor roll students had jobs and shit. And it just little incidents where we had to fight and beat niggas up or something. And they came back shooting. And now that shit started a beef that ain't gonna never end. Like, off little shit so I just like I know what can happen in my son's life on accident like I was fighting niggas over bitches and niggas started coming and shooting at me and now this shit turned into a war cause if they hit somebody now they gotta go back like it's gonna be back and forth so it's gonna be like damn I be thinking about that shit now like damn I got kids man they gonna I'm glorifying that shit so now I'm sitting here telling them like you know don't do this. They don't like, but daddy, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to let them know, like, I went through it. So you ain't got to go through it. That's really what heavy on my, my son, a nerd. Love that little nigga. On the road student. He don't want no mess. He ain't into nothing. He go to a science and industry school. Like, he out the way. He cool. He want to play video games. He get good grades. I buy him gifts for whatever. What I don't give a fuck what it is. What you want? Oh, I got, I got straight A's. All right. You get you got a shit five thousand dollar limit or something, son. Go get you whatever, get whatever, whatever. Like keep him in the house and shit like that. He go outside. He got little friends, but they all nerds though. But I still know what got it. Like somebody can try them and some shit can happen and start some shit. Yeah. But yeah. it's like I just got to do my best to just like tell them what I went through and let them know the trauma behind. And it'll be like shit. I know I I did it, but that shit ain't cool. That's really what we got to do with the with the youth is is rappers and shit too. We got to let them know, like man, this shit ain't cool. It's just what we had to go through. So of course we gonna glorify it because it's like shit, nigga. I beat the odds. They said they need about what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth. 
which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. But it's like it's, when, it's like a nigga still talking about it and rapping about it and still living and looking like it's like you contradicting it. Mm-hmm. Like when you saying it, you saying it to him, it's like, but bro, you finna go out here and do this. You finna go make a video about this shit. Exactly. How you gonna tell me something fake that I know you love? I see you and your your element doing it. Mm-hmm. That's how I, you know what I'm saying? Me, as a, you know what I'm saying? I had to tell my kids, trying to tell my kids when I come this shit fake what we doing. Mm-hmm. Nigga like, yeah, it sound fake, but it sound good. And you, I like, I see how you like to listen to it. You listening mm-hmm. to this shit, you like this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't supposed to like it. Then now you influenced by it. Like you said, the first time, the first time, goddamn, some shit can happen. Nigga might not be looking for for it, but some shit can happen. Then the shit that you already know come out you. Mm-hmm. Now this, here come this shit. It's just like the energy of the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the a catch twenty two too. Yeah. Huh? The energy of the shit is the trap. Yes, it's like cause you you saying this shit and you probably. You mean this shit like, yeah, bro? If I can get this shit back, I'd have figured out something. Else. I something, did something, something different. Hell yeah. I want to be around here doing this shit. I see my mistakes. I see where I came from. I see what I was influenced by. I see mm-hmm. this. I see this. I see that. But this is the way now. I'm feeding my family. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I have yeah. to continue to perpetuate it, but at the same time, still deny the glory in it to my kids. And it's other like a people. fucked up situation yeah. that a nigga done put himself yeah. in from from even entering into a fucked up situation mm-hmm. back then. And you trying to tell another nigga that be like, shit, I might be a lucky nigga like you and make it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That niggas, that's how them young niggas look at it like, yeah. shit, I'm willing to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I see some niggas do make it. Yeah. And it be so, a lot of niggas too and they make it big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. the only way to do this shit a nigga got to just change it at the top. You're gonna have to just we gonna niggas gonna have to change music to well. Something else sound good. I don't know what it is. Getting money again. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Nigga gotta start talking about the money, even if a nigga ain't got none. Lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with that. You're gonna have to, bro. Yeah, cause, Cause you can't tell a nigga not to do it when they be influenced. You know what that music do, bro? The, the, the right words with the right beat, bro, mm-hmm. make you feel like you wanna do something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's music, though. Yeah, that's music. Like even even like the right words with the right beats can make you want to fuck a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's spiritual. Right words with the right, right beat make you want to get some money. Mm-hmm. Trap, like you just said, mm-hmm. or go shoot a gun. Yeah, exactly. Niggas just gotta take. We gotta eliminate that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to because it's, niggas getting money and them folk putting that shit on the, the right platform for the that to get stream. the money over everything. Yeah. And, it, and it's still going on though. It's a reality. It's still going on. Some people going in there rapping about what's going on. Can't turn on the right news without seeing yeah. you know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten shootings. Right. The first five minutes of the news. Yeah. Music just doesn't done, done turn into too much of a reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit used to be, niggas used to be goddamn going in the studio making, strategizing hits with talent. Now niggas yeah. going in the booth saying exactly what, what, what just happened. So, and that's what we did with the whole drill wave, bro. Them, that shit wasn't fake because niggas was really dying out them videos. and Like, it, it was shit. Rappers going to jail and shit. So that shit was like, niggas just really, that's, it's like, 
it was cool to yeah. just go in there and shit and just be like, nigga, fuck that shit, nigga. We just did this to these niggas and we beefing with these niggas and, and this, that, that, that. Like, it was just really what was going on. So, Drawing the whole so story out. That's, that's where all the shorties doing right now. Yeah. Hmm. They like shit. They, whatever they got going on, they talking about these switches and all this shit, this shit real. Shorty them really got them bitches in their videos and mm-hmm. everything. That's a mm-hmm. fed case mm-hmm. in their hand. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, they, you know. That shit just be crazy. Like, we is, it's fucked up. But it's like, how it's gonna change? Cause it's gonna keep repeating itself. Cause the only way it's gonna stop is if we stop going through poverty and shit. I feel like the only way it can stop is they stop monetizing this shit. That's the way that shit'll stop. What you think about it? But if they stop monetizing that, then what else they got? Shit, niggas gonna have to make hits. Yeah, they gonna have to go back. They stop monetizing that shit. What niggas gonna have to just be rapping? Yeah, they gonna follow what made the money because you gotta think about the crunk era and the booty shaking shit and all that shit. So that's the thing. I feel like like this this era gonna die down and some the money gonna come back. They gonna it's gonna get back to niggas talking about making money and and and, you know what I'm saying, being in a club and looking for females and shit like like feel good music. It's gonna come back. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. This 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 wave just been a little long. But this shit, when y'all was cranking it up, did y'all think like drill is a international fucking phenomenon? Like that shit's crazy. When I was in Paris, I'm like, they on this shit that hard in Paris? Like they they on it harder overseas than they all over here. Yeah, and they got their own wave of yeah. shit too. And they got their own they, shit going most, on. Most too. of them countries don't even got guns. Them niggas stabbing each other. Yeah, and shit. They, yeah. Rap, they over there rapping about that shit. Like yeah. and you don't even understand half the shit they saying, but it's like, damn. They like fuck that. This our drill. Mm-hmm. Like this what we doing in the streets. So this our drill. That's how they looking at that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a negative nit over the world right now. Just like definitely yeah, the energy. world fucked yeah, up right now. Definitely the majority of everybody broke. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga. You got to think that nigga Trump had just and the gay that it was money out around this motherfucker. Man, he fucked some niggas up. Too. Yeah, some niggas who ain't yeah, never had no money. Got that money. Got money. Yeah, desperate now. And then them, them businesses and shit went out because uh, of the COVID shit. And it is like it got real bad for everybody. So now it's like we really in a the recession. They just ain't what they don't want to see it. So yeah, it's fucked up right now. It's fucked up right now. Yeah. For, for everything you've been through, man, what what do you do? Just on a daily to kind of heal from some of your trauma, you know what I'm saying? You talked about like the drugs, but just the shit you've been through, like. I ain't gonna lie, I, man, I, ain't, I can't even be fake. I smoke weed, bro. Okay. That shit is my go to, and it's been my go to for a long time. And that's mm-hmm. why I love the fact that it's legal in certain states and shit like that. Cause I, I actually was prescribed, I had to do um, them drug evaluations and shit like that for my POs and shit. Then it got to the point where it was like, oh, he really got a problem, sit him down. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he don't, he don't care about going to jail and he gonna smoke when he get in jail too. I was finding that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't wanna think about shit I was thinking about. So, mm-hmm. like, I love that they making that shit legal. They really need to hurry up and just get it statewide, just everywhere, because shit, that shit really helped me. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Like, I really just be sitting back, blowing. Smoking it, and I, I don't be thinking about a lot of shit. I be want to get some money. I think of ways like how I'm get some money. I gotta feed these kids and shit. Like I got my mama needs some money. Like I'm thinking about important shit. I don't get yeah. high and get lazy. I get high and I start moving too. Yeah. Like some people, it ain't good for some people because some people obviously be they couch potatoes off that shit. They just want to get high. Some it's it's people in this world that get high and 
and don't got no money, but they find a way to smoke every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's ass backwards. Don't do it if you can't afford it, and don't do it if it's gonna slow you down. If it got a negative effect, but if it got that positive effect, I do on me shit. Smoke weed. Mm-hmm. That shit to keep a nigga from going to jail, keep you from doing some dumb shit, keep you from shit fucking somebody you ain't want to fuck or get into a situation you ain't want to. You're gonna be high, shit. Like I was like shit. I, weed is my go-to, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, and I don't feel like I got no problem or none of that shit or I'm addicted to it. That shit really, that shit medicine. Shit, that shit, legal, they legalize that shit, man. It's just like, yeah, yeah they, they they feel like depressed people. They get them they pills and shit and feel like they need it. So shit, why we can't just, you know, use some, some legal shit to clear our minds. Shit. The new wave of shit is the shrooms. You, you fuck with the shrooms? I ain't never tried it never yet, bro, it. and I want to try it, though. Like, I've been seeing it. <laughs> That's the new wave. Everybody, everybody I want to try that shit because I, I just think the shit Meek said about the shit somebody met. He feel like he's like, Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I've been just seeing people talk about it and shit and like, yeah, I'll I, I, I yeah, be I a little nervous, though. Um, not to cut you off, I saw online somewhere where now at weddings, instead of um, the people spending money on liquor for the reception, they're giving out mushrooms instead of, like, shots. Oh, that's crazy. I can't try. Yeah, I, just can't, yeah, I, can't, I can't try drugs, <laughs> bro. Because yeah. I know if I like it, then you gotta I don't just like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never yeah. I try, you, smoke that weed. I can't try shit. You, you used yeah. to fuck with the drink, too? Yeah. yeah but, I, but, I, but I just stopped drinking that shit when the act went out. I just, yeah. I ain't never liked red and all that other shit. Yeah, y'all, y'all had the real wave of the real drink, yeah. you know? Like, we was just getting that shit out the pharmacies, out of Walgreens and shit like that. Yeah. So we, I didn't have that, that yellow, green, red, like all different type of purple. They came out with all these different kinds. That's, that's when niggas started dying and, and shit. That shit bro. tastes yeah. too good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's and the that shit, thing about that's, it. Like, that's what, that shit tastes so good. Like, like, people don't candy. understand. Yeah, like, like taste, yeah, the feeling, everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's like what the like people don't understand they just be like man man just drinking that bullshit because other people drinking it now if you start drinking it and you like that shit and you're able to afford it oh man see right now it's, it's fucked up lines 200 and shit 250 like that shit i was getting pints for 36 dollars out the taxes out the pharmacy you feel me? Sending somebody in there with a script. Yeah, that shit used shit. to be dirt cheap. Man, that shit was dirt cheap. Lines of perp used to be $50 in Chicago. Like, that shit was dirt cheap. But now I'm shit. Hell, now I'm cool. I remember two years ago, I spent 4200 on the pint. That's when I started reevaluating. You know what? <laughs> Hell no, this shit costs thirty dollars. Yeah, that shit. Bro. They said, right. but shit too good to you, but it can't, can't be right. Be right. Can't that be. shit that yeah. taste too too good. I, I, I run away from bitches that I feel like too good. I be now something wrong with you, baby. Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. Let me go ahead and get away from you. I, hell no, that drink don't fuck with that drink. It's gonna get you. Leave that shit alone. So you've been in a lot of headlines for a lot of shit. Well, first of all, just clarity, right? Clarity on big facts. It is big facts. What happened with the Kanye West headline? Because people were saying on Twitter, it was like he don't like Kanye or he said some shit about Kanye. Is that true or that's some cap from some clickbait type shit? I don't even know, bro. I, I probably did, but I'd be, I be angry at shit that niggas be doing, especially from the city. So he probably did some shit I ain't liking. No, but Kanye a good nigga, though, man. He cool. Like, I just be... I be on some fake bully shit sometimes with niggas, bro. Like, Kanye like, did, though. That my boy, man. Don't do Kanye. Yeah, no, he's Gemini. Him and Kanye. <laughs> yeah, he cool. I, I don't know what it was, bro. I probably I probably felt some type of way about 
him doing songs with certain niggas he did from the city and in the middle of war and shit like that. Like that probably was some some, uh, some childish shit. It probably wasn't nothing serious though. Okay. Uh, some so when it's crazy shit. as people made it look like I don't like Kanye. It wasn't like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't no shit like that. Hell no, I don't know Kanye personally. I done seen I done rub shows with him a few times, but you know, yeah, everybody know how Kanye is. He Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably really ain't gonna say a word to a motherfucker. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, nah, that's that shit. I don't know. That shit probably ain't no telling. I, I really be on some bullshit sometimes. So yeah. why you think like, you be? Why you think you be on that bullshit sometimes? I don't know. I be feeling like niggas be doing some bullshit, doing some fuck shit. Like it be, is it be some behind the scenes shit that other people don't be seeing and that. I'd be like, man, fuck them niggas. You, you think that's personal. what? You yeah, 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 You yeah, think that's yeah. what show up paranoia? Yeah, it. it, it it might be paranoia shit. Yeah. Man, niggas done did so much bullshit. Because we had saying? a conversation. We were just talking about a lot of times issues come from the failure to communicate. Yeah, right. So you think like some of them issues with whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it is it something that you've seen in black and white? Like you've seen it with your own eyes, some bullshit? Or is it you maybe overthinking? Because we had a whole episode about that big fact. I know. It be, no, I'll I be drawing off shit that I be knowing a fact, though. I okay. don't just be on no... So it ain't no paranoia. No, he say, she say. I got to see something. Per, like, I got to, like, been there for something. Mm. And, like, you know, and, and be like, oh, that nigga tripping. I'm finna get on his ass. That nigga tripping. You know, mm. like, it be like that type shit. Just you that. ever talk to a therapist? Yeah, yeah. I had anger management, therapist, all that shit. That shit ain't do nothing for me, though. Why not? Shit, I feel like weed work better than them. I'm saying smoke the weed and talk. <laughs> I ain't never had one that let me do that though. You know, I ain't really had no therapist or no anger management. It's just I was a shorty anyway. So, so you went because you right. was forced to go. You ain't never went yourself, like. Yeah, I ain't never went like myself type shit. I was all. It was always like you gotta do this. Like you gotta. It was either with parole, probation, or school or any of that shit. I used to get expelled all the time and shit. So they used to make me do little shit like that, but. I really want to listen to them people anyway. I probably need to go as an adult yeah. and try to because, listen to them. Because, you know, them. we have a lot of shit that's, what you call it? Lingering. Un, un, like, what is it? Undiagnosed. Undiagnosed yeah. trauma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. we got shit that we don't even know we got that's just fucked up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. undiagnosed because you can't diagnose yourself. You just feel like, I know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. But you don't. Mm-hmm. So that shit, certain shit come out in a different way. Like, when I ask you... Why you be got now? You say, bro, I be on some bullshit. I be on some bullshit. Yeah, but get what? Yeah. You can't even explain to yourself why you be on that bullshit. Exactly. Sometimes. And, and that, so, that's to make you sit back and think, like, damn, what the fuck, man? What the fuck I be on? Let me get out real quick. They be like, but what you the think fuck? that but them folks will tell you what it is and what it's from. Yeah. That's what they do, ain't it? Yeah, they, they tell they you what it's from, what yeah. it is, and what you need to do and say to yourself before you do that. They like and that. how to stop yourself, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, because it'd be a lot of moments where I feel like like I'd be feeling like a nigga got a whoop side or some shit. Like, just stop. <laughs> and just be like. <laughs> but you be like, fucking the go to do it. Yeah, because I, I, I done been to the joint multiple times for stupid shit. So it's like just violations and shit. Like, knowing I ain't supposed to be doing this or knowing, knowing, oh, catching look. Yeah, it was like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about going to jail. Fuck that shit. And then, like, and then that'd be stupid because then, like, damn, my, my, my fucking baby birthday coming up. I'm in jail. I'm stupid ass. I'm Mr. Holidays. All type of shit. Like, and they got to get themselves diagnosed. Yeah, Just so real. at least I know what's wrong. At least you know what's wrong. wrong. Whatever yeah. you decide to do. And you can't there. go in and see niggas. See, do what niggas do. They go to the therapist and lie. Yeah. Like, no, nah, yeah. not really. I don't never be thinking about that. Yeah, kind of yeah. Shit. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You gotta that's let how I was doing it first. But, but, but as a street nigga, if you done did some real shit, like some real cold hearted shit, and you don't want to tell that therapist that, so some niggas gonna have to lie because it's like shit. You they don't like you man. I probably a, tell this therapist I didn't kill this. You right gotta find the right. You gotta find the right therapist. Like, 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 like what's the name? What's the name? Tony Soprano had. That's what I was saying. You just gotta tell him you done seen the worst of the worst, bro. You can't got nothing. One of them tell them. Yeah. Nah, you can't like lay the shit out. Some niggas, some niggas gonna do that. Then the, like, the Italian mobsters used to go to the, the, the yeah, the police and shit. But I think that shit like like talking to your lawyer too, right? They got they got yeah they yeah, can't they can't tell therapist the same shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like going to a therapist, you can't they can't tell your business. Not to say go do that. Not to say do that. They can't do that legally. If they do, they lose their license. They can't never. There's a patient, um, a patient called HIPAA. Confidentiality. I would not feel like you're about to go do something else. They have to say something. Unless they feel like you about you to go commit a crime. Yes. So if you make it like you got a big ass enemy and you make it like it's a great line between that. Oh, well, yeah. With your therapist. I ain't think about yeah. that part. Oh, yeah. They got to commit a, a possible crime. Yeah. Now, they got Hey, you can't damn sure can't go in there telling them folk laying that out. But yeah. what I'm saying is you can't lie about how you feel about right. shit. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? How they, they ask you, have you ever thought of su- thoughts of had thoughts of suicide. If you have mm-hmm. said, man, some niggas gonna be hell no. I think about killing myself. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. fuck, yeah. I look like hell no. Like you Lad. know, but he really he had that motherfucker <laughs> one night. He was ready too. Yeah, over a bitch, anything. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like. God, man. Scared to get them, them, them emotions checked. Them, them drugs, yeah, them mm-hmm. drugs had me there before, and I had to snap out. Like, nigga, I don't, don't want to kill myself. That's this day. Let me put this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about all type of shit, my homies and shit. Like, man, I just want to go, man, man, fuck that. You got to snap out that shit. Hell no. Even if you have thoughts of dying, that's still a part of trauma, bro. Nah, you just got to know that. If you have thoughts of dying, thoughts of going to jail, thoughts of just negative shit, you, it's something fucked up with you, bro. You mm-hmm. gotta goddamn talk that, get that shit off. Mm-hmm. I think we all fucked up one way or another. We yeah. are. Yeah, yeah I, I got diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder. For sure. Huh? I, they diagnosed me with post traumatic stress disorder. That's how they, I got the the cards to smoke weed and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they had, I had to really go through real life sitting down and really talking to them people and like, man, I'm fucked up. I, I seen a nigga get his head blown off at shit 10, 11 years old. I don't even know, I know what was going on. Yeah. Like, that's the start of life. My mama used to get her ass beaten shit. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I didn't seen, yeah. like, I can, we can go, but, you know, like, so I, I shit, I, I know why I was doing them drugs and shit like that because it was, that shit escaped. But it's really killing you, though. So I, that's, I was escaping from that shit. So, yeah, I know how it be. I know if I really go sit down and talk to them people, they going to have something to say. Like, man, they going, young man, you fucked up. <laughs> they going, young man, you really need to, you know. But why won't, Why you ain't going to go? Why you feel like you don't want to go right now? I don't know. See, like, I ain't going to lie. Depression run bad in my family, too. Real bad. Like, and go for, like... Go from my grandma down to my mama, my sister, my my sister. They be putting her in like mental homes and shit like that. Sometimes we be having to go get her ass out, like because they feel like something wrong with her, but she feel like she good. But so she you saying you don't go in there and goddamn hit the wrong shit? And they tell you the wrong they shit. Tell, and they go yeah, bring you straight they get that put shit. me hell yeah. Oh, hell no, nah, fuck that. I deal with this shit on my own. They ain't I, gonna do that. I man. talk to God. Help a nigga. Don't fuck with <laughs> Mm. They gonna help a nigga, bro. It's a lot of shit that we. I'm, I'm telling you, I had to go, bro. So like, so a real therapist, though. Yeah, yeah. So like, you was laying back on the couch talking to a motherfucker. I wasn't laying back, but I was in that motherfucker talking. I did yeah. no, doing the what's the name? You do it on uh, Zoom. Zoom virtual. Yeah, I do my shit on oh, Zoom yeah. too. Now, see, I want to sit in the room personally with a motherfucker and lay back on that little couch with that little lump on it when you get halfway up with your feet out and shit. 
Well, they don't yeah, have, bro. they don't really have those no more. Like they, they got some real comfortable <laughs> shit where you can sit back and like, you know, yeah. just talk like, and they be right there, you know, to kind of like take their notes and then ask you questions and shit. I'm just, just like I'm that. just one of them niggas like this. Um, I ain't going for them to um, really goddamn get me through this, like mm. cure me. Mm. I'm going for them to let me know what I know what's mm. going on. So I know when I know I'm tripping, like right. that's that what you're doing. Right. You're doing this because of that. So right. it's like you have a defense mechanism against yourself. Yeah, and I get that. Make a choice. Yeah. Like that word that doing. You, you stop this how you feeling. You feeling like this because of this. Mm-hmm. And you get to let it out. And you start evaluating. When you start evaluating mm-hmm. situation, that's when you make a different decision. Mm-hmm. Your first mind sometimes ain't right. Because no, of because of, of your trauma and your past. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you always on, on in defense mode. Mm-hmm. So the first time you don't you only know how to react one way. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's the shit that I had to do. Them folk, huh? That's what you're trained to do. That's what you're used to doing. Exactly. But it right. probably ain't it. It probably ain't the way. So. And you can know it'd be some bullshit, but you still be like, fuck that. Yeah. Do it anyway. Like yeah. that shit got me yeah. thinking about some dumb shit I did in jail. Y'all go up. The, the, one of the, the gang coordinators come holler at me. I told him some tough shit. Like, man, if we really want to send this bitch up, we'll shake this bitch. Where do you think I was at the next day? In the hole. <laughs> <laughs> they said he the leader. Making shit worse. <laughs> he said he the leader. He came to holler at me already. Like, yeah, yeah, your homies and shit. They done had like two, three fights in the last week was going on. And I'm mad because I'm on the phone and he come to talk to me. So I told him some, some stupid shit. Like, nigga, if we really wanted to do that, we'll really shake this bitch for real. But like, you, y'all cool. Like, you know. Yeah, man, they called me, packed my shit up, sent me to the hole. Yeah, you got to get off the yard until things cool down. They say you the leader. I'm like, why the fuck I say that to that? Sending that motherfucker mad as hell. Mad as hell. I ain't got no TV, no commissary, no nothing right now for about two weeks because I done said this dumbass tough shit because my mind telling me to talk crazy to this nigga. Fuck and that shit didn't lead me to nothing, nothing but in here. Nothing. In the hole. Damn, nah, that shit crazy. They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, so what? Uh, uh, more into the headlines and the clarity. Is there anything you said before that you maybe wish you didn't say, or you just kind of like, man, that's what it was at that you particular time. I wish time. I never did an interview period in my <laughs> life if it wasn't no shit other than something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that other shit felt like, hey, really? It took for me to say some dumb shit a few times to be like, damn, I see why these other rappers don't be doing interviews and mm. shit. Or it's getting yeah. on certain platforms because yeah, they because it's like look look at it like this like 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 with Vlad I done sat down and talked to that nigga so much it's like it's feel like you talking to a therapist you sitting talking to this white man because he's like he's just picking at you and asking you certain shit and you so comfortable laughing and kicking it with the nigga you just you know mm. like so it's like shit I don't feel like. If 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 it ain't no interviews like this dealing with real life situations and and, and the music yeah. and the lifestyle and what we can do to make shit better or whatever, I don't feel like you, they should go and do none of that. Mm. I feel like they should even go talk about nothing because 
Some of this shit just industry shit, but some of the shit street shit though. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the shit and, is easily misconstrued. And yes, yes. Like you could say some shit and a motherfucker feel like, oh, you said too much, but like you really didn't, and ain't shit happened behind it. No, we ain't gonna never leave no like, nigga into the same. Like, we ain't on that. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's why I'm saying. That's why. That's why I keep saying other platforms other than shit like this. Cause this a real nigga platform, like you know what I'm saying. Like I done, you know, I'm I'm in that mixtape area. I I've been knowing who you is for a long time. I'm I'm 30. You shit. I've been knowing you 15, 16, 17 years yeah. before the movie and all that yeah. shit. Like I know <laughs> duct tape all that. Yeah. You yeah. gotta think like them Alley Boy and them was rapping with Gucci and shit. Yeah. So I, I you know trouble all that all yeah. back then. Like you know so yeah, bro. Hey, yeah, yeah, but yeah that. I don't forget where we was at. Nah, we was at like them uh, other, uh, other shit lead a nigga into some shit that he wish you looking back at it like, damn, I wish I ain't say that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it just be like shit. I really feel like niggas don't need to do them other platforms if they picking that real like shit. The real situations the is the wrong shit. Yeah, yeah. They focus on the wrong shit. Like, and you can't blame. Them the niggas that's asking the questions. Yeah, nah, it's it's you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's up to you if you gonna you know, cause some niggas have got themselves locked up or or somebody else locked up and shit like mm-hmm. that. And they can't take that back. Cause you just said that shit and you already signed the this this film that released before you sat down and started talking. <laughs> So it's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, so, so shit. Yeah, yeah. Like shit. I don't. I, 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 me personally, I wish I ain't do no interview. I don't give a fuck mm. what it, where, what if it wasn't about no real life shit, mm. like, and not nobody other, no other shit going on. I wish I never did that shit. You know why? What? Yeah, because if a nigga coming in this motherfucking just go to talking, I ain't going to stop him. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I ain't going to lead you to that shit right. either. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I ain't going to stop you, you know what I mean? That's what you want to say because you're a man. You know what I'm saying? On your heart. On your mind. Yeah. So, for sure. But some but, niggas but, don't be realizing where they at. I'm going to keep it 100, though. And this is G shit that we do at Big Fast, nigga. And I know a lot of these niggas, the big niggas that done came here, niggas be done said shit. In this interview that I feel like that gonna lead him to some bullshit, mm-hmm. I call we'll and get it took out. out before they yeah. even get a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's on some real shit. Niggas be done came up here and said some bullshit mm-hmm. that he'll he'll have to answer to. I know somebody gonna want to say something about that. Mm-hmm. I be like, take that out, cause we don't even want that to be like he said it on big facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the focus Cause, of the cause conversation. You, you ain't in it to gain something off other people's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You doing this shit off the heart. This shit, the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't Thanks. doing, you ain't doing it on no really off in the interview these niggas and get them to say too much. You ain't I done had that. a nigga comment like, bro, why you take that part out? I want to say it. I want niggas feel like that. Nah, nah, go say that shit on your ground. Go say that grand, right? Yeah, I don't even want to do it because yeah. my response at the time could have been some laughing shit or I probably took it as God, but nah, I don't need that. Ain't us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about this shit off camera. Mm-hmm. I don't even hell now. Nah. Yeah. Because it's, I, man, that's crazy. Because it's like, that shit really taints you, though. Mm-hmm. That shit taints us like the shit happened from this. And then everybody knew where that shit stemmed from right here. Mm-hmm. And then these niggas go off and really start shooting each other and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we some instigators. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Yeah, we don't even want that energy. We don't want to be that. And that's what a lot of them platforms is instigators, too. 
But at the end of the day, I see they angle. You can't be yeah. mad at them can't niggas. Be mad. Yeah, because they they like shit. I want, I need the clicks. I need the views. I'm trying yeah. to get this YouTube money. Shit, that's how they looking at. Can nobody make you answer a question? Yeah, you feel you me? Say I don't answer that. Yeah, yeah, like them. It's so like the it's like back I in the day the that beef shit. On, uh, niggas, <laughs> it's like y'all beef had like all that beef Chicago beef. Mm. That shit had like a um, what you call it? A real. When somebody, uh, somebody, um, Collide, commentators, that shit had commentate like that shit had play by play, boy. That shit like you can, you don't even have to be in Chicago. You the beef be posted like soon as y'all like niggas post a song yeah. or something, nigga got now coming soon. Nigga got shit coming soon, mm-hmm. like That's before nigga, Power was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nigga, academics got big <laughs> yeah. off that shit. Huh? Academics got big off our shit off Chicago. He was in the middle of every that nigga knew everything as soon as it happened and was posting that shit. He like, from Chicago? No. I don't know where he's from, but but these academics, he people know him from from the start. Uh, when that Chicago wave came out, he was anything that happened in Chicago. He gave us all nicknames. He was and outlining. Shit. It was it was it was it was some it was more than just him though. Yeah, it was. It's like it's it's a it's him. It's a, it's it's a few other few other platforms. He just the nigga that became the biggest. The biggest then one. he started touching on New York. He started touching everything everywhere. He didn't just stick with Chicago. He touched everything. Like you know, but it's a lot of niggas that done got big just off the shit that was going on, and that shit was real. They looking at that shit like like it's a movie. It's fake. Them really dead people. Them then you got really rappers trying to got them feeling like I ain't even on if I ain't if academic ain't picking my shit up. Yeah, I ain't on. That's how they feel right now. If, if say cheese and academics them ain't picking your shit up, them niggas gonna. There's a lot of niggas right now that feel like they ain't on nothing, and that ain't even the case. Every other blog in the world can pick them up, but if them big, big platforms ain't pick them up with over a million followers, they feel like they ain't on shit. That's just fucked up, cause that's what people paying attention to. They paying attention where that bullshit at. They ain't paying attention to the music sites and shit where niggas just really dropping their songs and it ain't about their personal life and niggas baby mamas and shit like that. They on shade room, you know what I'm saying? They even got a shade room teams. Like that shit, like on my mind. You feel me? Because it's a younger motherfucker that's keeping up with that shit, and they steady. You know, like that shit. You know, they they making a living off out people' personal lives and bullshit. They don't even care about the music for real. One thing about it, you shit. They won't have no content. Nigga, nigga creating the content and getting it to them. It's it's like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like back in the day, the world star moments and all that shit yeah. that was on yeah, world star. Because somebody else gonna post that shit. Yeah, like niggas, well, they, that's their and job. They was, and they were sending that shit in just so it can get posted. Yeah, just like yeah. you know, in defense of a nigga like academic, mm-hmm. if he don't do it, somebody, somebody else, else gonna, gonna do, do it. it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They just only get mad at niggas get mad at the biggest nigga who doing it. Yeah, that's just sure. how it go. For yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure you yeah, know that. That's just how it yeah, go, bro. Other you the worst kind, but you too good at it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you, we got, you too good. Yeah. You explaining this shit too good, so we got to be mad at you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't doing shit but doing what everybody else doing. Exactly. Shit. They just ain't getting it out like you. <laughs> <laughs> beating them to the punch. Yeah. yeah. Beating right. them to the punch. Because you think if goddamn, what's what's the news in um Chicago, the main news station? Uh... Like the news out See, see, it's, 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 what, ABC7 and uh, Fox 12, the w, yeah, WGN, that's number nine, that's channel nine. Yeah, WGN. Uh, uh, like all our news stations, it's like we got, we got a damn near news station for all the lower numbers. Channel two, channel five, that's CBS, Same channel, thing, yeah. all that shit, yeah, like. Channel nine, channel and, 11. 
But but I think I think Channel Nine will be the biggest one because they they air that in like uh, like in Wisconsin and Iowa and shit like in the other yeah like so. them folk down show can't wait to post your ad boy. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> real. They can't wait to oh, post your job. It's the same yeah. thing for real for real. Oh yeah, soon as soon as somebody they 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 gonna report them shootings and them murders and they ain't gonna miss. They gonna put that up there. You go to jail, you rob somebody, anything. You you gonna be front front page. Front when page. do all this shit end? Like where this shit end? Where you see this shit ending? I don't see it ending. I don't see it ending because all this shit hereditary and it's gonna keep going and keep going until everybody gone and it ain't gonna happen. So it's like with the beef shit. Who like we all can agree to squash some shit and be like, oh, it's over with. We gonna from here on out, this and that. It's always gonna be somebody that ain't gonna feel like that. That's gonna keep that shit going. That's gonna sneak kill somebody. Uh, you know, like people feel some type of way. They lost. It, it's it's losses behind this. So it's like people. It's somebody lost their best friend, their cousin, their brother, their daddy, their uncle. Like somebody they really love, and ain't nothing you can tell them, and they mind. They pro like like that's how the United States and shit is with these countries. They they go to war, so it's programming people here that that's what they supposed to do. When somebody come do something to the United States, they go send them troops over there and they go up. So they programming that shit from school all the way. So they can't just be like this black communities and shit like that. We don't be having mass shootings at schools and shit. That be like. Like other like whites and and Mexicans and shit been doing that shit lately. You know, I ain't really never seen a black person go and just do a school shooting or some weird shit like that. Like, but it's it, they programming this shit in school. They like they it's starting from ground zero in school. They teaching us to go to war when shit happens. So that's what niggas doing in the streets. So. We don't be letting shit go. The United States, we got beef from a hundred years ago with niggas. And it just keep recurring with it. So like that shit with North Korea and shit gonna keep coming back. Afghanistan and all that shit, that shit just keep coming back. And that's just like it's the same shit. But it ain't gonna stop because of the simple fact that if people losing their loved ones and how you gonna tell somebody like no, you can don't retaliate, that's not what what to do, and that's what they programmed in people's head. Like, it's deeper than just the streets. That shit go way back to what they taught us in school. And in them in them books, they taught you to go to war. They taught you if somebody do something to you, do something to them. With the understanding you got now, like, just even you can go back to right before you jumped out of the port, but you still understand everything you understand now, what you think you would have did different? I think I still would have been forced to protect myself. From the environment. Because it's like, I can feel like, Oh, my brother, I ain't on that peace and love and blessings. I don't want to. <laughs> that nigga going to still shoot me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you got to protect yourself. I'm saying, what if you, you you saying you don't see nothing else you could have did? Like, from you, you knowing what you done been through. I done been in a lot of situations where I tried to calm the situation down and walk it off too many times. And you it, saying you it, just couldn't have been this nigga, period, who you is. And and not be who you is, basically what you're saying. I had to been raised in a different environment. I wasn't if I was somewhere where where we lived in mansions and shit and, and wasn't no gangs and wasn't no drug dealing and shit like that. 
Like, it would have been different. I wouldn't have had to go through that type of shit because I would have been a nerd. I would have been in school. I would have been in programs and shit. I would have been in, in shit that my parents was paying for and dumbass shit, violin lessons and shit. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So shit it, that we can't afford. It doesn't like, impossible possible to be a nerd in public schools and public housing and shit like that. No, nah, because you have some that just, like, really probably got a household that ain't got that They probably don't got a drunk uncle or or a crackhead auntie or gang banging brothers and cousins and shit. Or they they probably it's some households where they just they, they probably got a older sibling and gotta take care of their sibling and they gotta you know what I'm saying? they really ain't had no life so they just become a nerd and a nobody and they ain't never seen nothing and did nothing because they were stuck in the crib and shit. You know it just certain shit just works certain type of ways. But like when you if you in the trenches ninety seven percent of the time you gonna be a street nigga, and you gonna go through go through that shit, unless you just shit get fed up and move away. But it's gonna happen. It's, it's like it don't happen to everybody. But I really feel like ninety ninety five to ninety seven percent of the people that grow up in poverty, like they come from nothing. A been like I come from abandoned buildings and vacant lots and shit. That's what our shit look like. It's like they, it's like they just took everything and left and, and just let that shit rot. So, like, see, I feel like if you come from around that shit and you got to make a way for yourself and you got to do anything to make a way for yourself, shit, it's fucked up, but it's going to be like that. Some people just don't take... I got cousins that didn't take that route, but guess what? Them niggas, they parents moved them to Texas or in a little town in Wisconsin or something. They ain't stay around with us. Them niggas own tax companies and shit like that and got kids and wear suits and ain't never fought nobody for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's because they people moved them away. If you living there and you growing up and the shit that we all came up in, it's just a, it's a strong chance that shit. You hell no, nah, I would never be this. I would never, though how I think right now, I, I would never, I'd never be him. Uh, it uh, it had to happen. You gonna have to protect yourself, or somebody gonna take your life. Can't just put your guard down and be like, "No, I ain't known that man." Nigga, like, fuck you, just kill you, or punch on you. Can't let a nigga hit you, and you don't do nothing back. Now you a bitch. Now you ain't got no respect. Now niggas finna really try to hold you and all type of shit. Like, you got, it, it just it come with it. It's just growing pains for real, but shit, it, it make you a man. Make you a man. I don't regret none of the shit I went through. That shit made me a man. Jail time, all the street shit, the dumb shit I done did, all that shit made me a man. I got loose baby mamas and kids and shit. Like, I, I you know, a nigga wished I could just had one baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit a headache, you know? Like, it's a lot of shit. Like, I was an honor roll student and didn't graduate from high school. Could have went to college, had scholarships when I was a sophomore. I ain't do nothing with that shit. I ain't do nothing with nothing. Like, I could have did a lot of shit. I played sports and shit. Ended up getting shot early and all type, like, stupid shit. But I don't regret it. I, I, I love my life, so I don't regret it. I feel like all that shit was a lesson. Mm. But, yeah, that shit, sadly, I don't think it's going to stop. I don't think it's going to change. So you, you, you going to stay in the city or you going to move? Shit, I've been, I've really just been moving around. Like, I done been... I'm just trying shit and seeing where I really want to be right now. I done been in Miami. I done stayed down here in the A. I done stayed in L.A. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm damn near, she ready to go to New York right now and see how that's going to be for a little while. I'm just trying to see where I want to really be and be happy with, living with for the rest of my life type shit, you know? What's the key to not getting caught back up in that shit? She stay out the way, man. Ain't business. She stay out the way. Like, shit, I be around, but, you know, like, it's, it's other niggas that's around trying to prove their point. So, I ain't got no, I'm too valuable. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Shit. So, it's like, you really, yeah, keep your nose clean of that shit, man. Do something different. You can't go from getting money and then just want to get back into the bullshit. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no money in war. And, and you need money to go to war. How you gonna, you know what I'm saying? You can't supply shit. You ain't buy no your bullets and guns ain't free and shit, nigga. Like, you gotta protect yourself. You in a real war. So, it's like, fuck that shit. Just get some money and just stay out the way. Right. Yeah, stay out the way. Get some money. You can't do nothing in life without money. People be saying money to root all evil, but you need that shit. So, that, that's why I really, everybody focused should be getting some money. Because that, that American dream, that white picket, picket fence and shit, that's some bullshit. Like, that's some bullshit. Oh, that's just some bullshit. Live how you want to live. It's mansions and shit, man. You can buy your own island and live on your own shit. Like, you can live how you want to. You can build a farm and have goats and cows and shit. You can do whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to live. You can live in the jungle. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. Just have some money. You want to jump off jets and shit like that and be having fun and just living life and shit, man. Like, People don't. People ain't never experienced just walking up to a plane and getting on that motherfucker. They got to go through airports and get searched and all this shit. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, people don't know how to feel to skip lines and you know what I'm saying. And have sections in the club and like just be loved by people and shit. Like people don't. A lot of people don't. They don't experience that. So, see, it's way more to life. And then especially than that gang banging shit. I wish we ain't never did none of that shit. That shit happened on accident like a motherfucker. That shit, nigga. It's, it's niggas I, I wish I can sit this close with and talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, day one niggas. Like, they really know I done carry my homies' caskets type shit. Like, so it, it's, it's this shit really deep, deep. Like, so, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want nobody to do that shit. That shit ain't cool. Gang banging ain't cool. None of that shit. No. Like, get some money, shit. Like, can't tell a nigga what to do, but shit. Drug dealing, shit. You doing, throwing rocks at the penitentiary, shit. That's what I went for. But, they ain't gonna do what they gonna do. Start a business. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas start from selling water. So, you gotta start from somewhere. Mm. Just get some money. What, what you on on this new this new project, Retaliation? What's the, what you on on that? Shit, I'm on. Um, it's like it's the same me, but it's different though. Like I got Money Man on that motherfucker, um, on the song Ticket, some like some club shit, video for the females and shit, some feel good shit. Got some ass shaking songs. I got some shit, some shit where I'm on some street shit and still on that bullshit. <laughs> but you gotta give me a thing. You can't just, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, fuck, fuck, you know, there's some people that's in it just for that. So I'm gonna give it to them yeah. too, because I'm still around. It's still shit going on. Like, so shit, I ain't, you know, I'm gonna still give them, you know. But. Don't but but don't be on that, y'all. No, don't 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 be on that, y'all. I'm cool. I ain't got I ain't got to lift a finger. I don't got to do shit to nobody. Yeah. I'm chilling. Like I'm cool. I ain't I don't consider myself beefing and warring with niggas and none of that shit. I just 
No, I'm chilling. So my music tell it all though. My music tell what I'm on shit. Like it's still a little shit going on. But I'm getting some money and I'm doing different shit, man. So this project really was just shit like I'm back for real. I'm on parole. Ain't no more jail bids for me. None of that shit. So I just got out again in February. So it's like shit. Every time I start going up, I go to jail and be gone for a year or two years or some shit. Come back and the whole game then be changed. Everybody be singing and some more shit, bro. Like <laughs> it be crazy. Like it be this shit move fast with this music shit. Mm-hmm. It change fast. It's like a two year window. Mm-hmm. Two year went two and a half, and that shit off to something totally different. So, shit, don't be wasting your career getting locked up and doing all that dumb ass shit. Like some niggas get lucky. Like Pooh Shicey them, they shorty, so they gonna come back and still be in their mid twenties and shit. Turn, but that shit ain't cool though. I know niggas don't want to be in there. So shit. Get some money, man. Retaliation out now. This project, you know, is different. It's 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 a radio play type shit too. And I gave him the street shit. So I'm coming like that on everything from now on for real, for real. I gotta get in them clubs. I gotta like just just having street music, that shit ain't like I I got the like you already did I got that, that you know, you so it's like that. I got that on but it's like what more can a nigga do? Niggas, mm-hmm. these niggas selling out arenas off club music and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. they ain't, you know, like, so shit. Cause you see, even Jeezy, you know, them niggas had to change it. They came out on that drug dealing shit and shit like that and talking that trap shit. But guess what? They they start putting club bangers and shit. You know, so hits. Yeah. yeah, so hits, real hits, yeah, some shit yeah. that they can play on the radio. Music, yeah, like music. So. See, that's that's what I'm on now. I ain't on that super tough shit. We'll kill y'all. Bang, bang, shoot them up. That's what I was on. That's what I was I was fuck niggas. Mm-hmm. I was saying fuck niggas, dead homies, all that shit. That's what niggas knew me for. But it's like shit. Like, fuck it. I'm making real music now. Like, mm-hmm. all that shit, that shit behind me. I don't see it. I just got in my 30s, too. I ain't, I ain't no shorty no more. That shit's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, we been there and done that. Like, it's shit that's still going on, but we, we been there and done it. Like, yeah, it's over with for real, for real. Yeah, I'm gonna get some money. I gotta feed these kids and shit. There you go. Right. Yeah. Salute to 600 Breezy pulling up the big facts. We appreciate that, man. Y'all go check out that retaliation and check us out www.bigfactspod.com. Salute. Salute. For the streets. Exactly. It's big facts. No cap, bitch. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 